What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and today we get to hear from Aniola. She's one of my dear friends. I love her. She's a creative. She knows how to bring creative ones together and to bring the people of God together to join in the tribe of eternity for heaven and let God touch everything. I can't wait for you to hear this. I love this. This is a totally different interview than I've done, and I love it because the language that Aniola uses to express her answers and her heart is so unique and so powerful, and it is so the Spirit of God. So I hope that you are encouraged. And we are doing a giveaway. She does hand calligraphy. Your name can be entered to win one of her pieces that will be shipped in a week. So go join, um, go find my Instagram post and go find my Facebook post, one of those, and see the details of the giveaway because it's laid out very clearly there. One of it is to leave a written review if you've already left one accounts, follow Goldheart, and repost the podcast details and tag Goldheart and Jamie Lynn Wall now. So go find us on Instagram. Go find us on social media. We want to encourage you. I want you to follow Goldheart because it's phenomenal to see what God is doing in her heart and in her life. And it's inspiring. Um, it's a whole other world. And I'm an artist and she's an artist. But her level of artistry is so different and encourages me and inspires me every day. You guys are amazing. Thank you for being a part of the Set Apart family. I want to hear from you. Let me know what episodes you're loving. Let me know what you want to hear more of because I want to encourage you to not compromise. I want to answer your questions. Let me know what questions you have. You're amazing. I hope you enjoy today's episode with my girl, Aniola. What's up, Set Apart fam? Listen, this ain't even a joke today, okay? I am so pumped and so excited that we have the one and only, oh, only. <laughs> everybody extend your hands, <laughs> that we have the one and only Aniola. Um, yes. Listen, Aniola, Aniola is, um, she leads worship at Upper Room. Then this is the resume, okay, but we'll get to the heart in a second, but she leads worship at Upper Room. She's on staff at a nonprofit called Behind Every Door that is transforming the narrative of poverty in Dallas. And if that isn't the language of her heart, I wouldn't even know what else because it sounds like she wrote that. And she's the creator of Goldheart, which I do want to hop into that too at some point. And her heart is so pure and such, she has such a nurturing, kind, rare anointing to bring people together. She has an anointing like that I've seen over and over to bring community together and to create with God and knows how to set the table for people to come and have hard conversations. Have We've had some hard conversations mm, and like that brings history <laughs> with somebody in that green. That's, that's a good friendship right there. And yeah. so, um, I also want to talk about that at some point, but also, mm. um, I'm just grateful that you're here. Like you have such a, such an anointing to bring family everywhere you go too. You really are very gifted in many ways. Thank you. I think I always tell you this. She going to build an empire one day. Yes, Lord. I receive it. <laughs> um, okay, so will you tell the audience? So we've, Goldheart has really evolved. Like you're the yeah. creator of Goldheart and it has been yeah. so cool. I mean, you started off with like a team of seven Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Well, if I can humbly say so. <laughs> and we would gather and we would have these amazing creative meetings. Yeah. 
it would be about gathering people and the vision was huge like yeah. we, you know and it evolved into something else so will you talk to people about what that's looked like to receive gold heart in your heart yeah. to bring people together and how mm -hmm. it's just um evolved over time yeah so i think whenever i started it was called it was called quiver Mm -hmm. And the goal in my heart was to make room for people to create and to play and to be themselves. And it's still, that's still the goal, but it's gotten more refined and more ironed out. It feels like, um, it feels like the Lord, it, 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 like he gave me a piece of clay. And over the years, I've just been, you know, discovering like, you know, Michelangelo's quote, but I've been discovering what's on the inside of the clay. Uh, and so, I mean, I can't tell you the exact time, but maybe five or six years ago, because, okay, so maybe seven years ago, uh -huh. um, give or take, maybe, uh, I'm not good at what these numbers. I maybe, know, okay. me either. The time we'll I'm say like, <laughs> we'll say like six years ago mm -hmm. I that I remember is when um, I was going hard with Quiver. Yeah. And um, that looked like meeting with people and talking a lot. And and in my heart, I was trying to pull what I didn't know at the time, but I was trying to pull the gold out of people and then pull that gold to a table. Of And, and, all, and in my mind, that looked like ideas, that looked like concepts, that looked like whatever came out, and then see what we could build together from that place. But because I didn't have the proper language, um, and and even at some level, I didn't really have courage um, to own what it was. Uh, it it always kind of it was beautiful and it was fun, but it always felt like um, a treehouse club of friends. Like, and that's the extent that it would go to. Like, it always. And again, that's dope. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, that's, that's legit. On, <laughs> it's legit, but it, it just kept on being this like thing where we'd come together and then we'd like have all these ideas and it'd be awesome. And I'd be like, do this. And then we'd come back together and it would just again be this like, you know, I think of the little rascals, like just this cute group of kids, you know, putting things together. Um, and I was in Denver. Um, I was in Denver probably 20, late 2015. I don't know early 2015 could have been I think it was 2015 <laughs> but um and I was in Denver and um I had gone to visit with some friends um and I was thinking and I was writing and uh a friend of ours of Jamie Lynn and ours uh Peter Lewis has a ministry called Braveheart um which is about uh, the gospel and about you know producing resources so that Christians fall in love with the gospel again but I was thinking about Braveheart and how many times I've heard men specifically refer to Braveheart in their faith um, and about the kind of men they want to be for the Lord and as a woman I just had this thought it's very counter counter um, cultural thought but I was just like well, what is that for women like I'm not a brave heart. Like I'm brave, but I'm not, I'm not William Wallace. No, sir. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm not that. So what does that look like? You know? And, um, and what is the identity? Like, what is the, 
personality of that woman like? And as I began to break it down, it, it came to a couple words that I used with quiver, um, like, like simple and beautiful and authentic and classic, but also royal and courageous and yeah. brave. Um, and so um, the scripture uh, in Proverbs, it says, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as that unfolded for me, I took the concept of having a heart of gold and was like, that's treasure. There's a treasure there. And I just like stuck the word in front. And so I kind of like hijacked Braveheart and put gold in front of it. And was like, gold heart. Um, and it landed, it landed mm-hmm. so beautifully. And over the years, um, I've fallen in love with the concept of like, fashion and people wearing that reality on themselves so there have been sweatshirts from that but also um I've always written and I've always written poetry and um and I could get into this later when I when um when I'm sharing later but I started to share poetry online and um people started just responding to the consistency and the and the heart of it and it started to produce, like, this girl in Peru, she, like, translates my poems and posts them all the time. Really? From, yeah, like, it's just kind of crazy that people are like, I never knew that poetry could be like this. And that's what I was looking for. So I'm, I'm talking very circular, but everything for me is connected. Yeah. And, like, um, and like the the poems for me were the answer I mean I'm just gonna get get into it but the poems were an answer to a cry uh in my heart of like uh I am searching I would go into bookstores here in Dallas and I would get be emotional I I always get emotional in bookstores like I and grocery stores but bookstores specifically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I feel the presence of God in them and I don't always understand why but um, walking around like a Barnes and Noble and walking around some of the smaller bookstores in the area, um, I would just be having this conversation with the Lord of like, where are the books in here that, that um, help me to fall in love with you more, that have your, your narrative of beauty and your narrative of simplicity and your narrative of, of rhythms, like where are like the books that just feel like you in this place and um and I wouldn't find them so I'd be emotional and I'd find other books and throw them on the floor dramatically and be like where God you know and (laughs) and cry in bookstores and the Lord like spoke to me you know um because in addition to that gap I also felt like there was a gap between getting on social media and seeing content specifically poetry or quotes that although they were really good they weren't god they weren't yeah holy yeah and it frustrated me because i was like i want to i want to connect but i don't i can't i can't give myself over to that reality Mm -hmm. and so um whether it was about self-care or about race or about beauty or about being a woman. That's so real. That's so real. I was like, where 
it's either like super watered down and looks like it, it's like pink and cursive mm-hmm. and like and 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 I don't want to call it religious because it's beautiful. Um, what they're releasing is beautiful, but it was just like it wasn't for me and it wasn't for my generation and it wasn't relevant um, to be honest. But then on the other hand, it would be dark and have so much mixture and have so much like, it didn't come from heaven. It like, was worldly. Says, it was so worldly. And like, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, but I always have thought to myself that there's a clause in that where there's, there's things that are new above the sun. Like the Bible says that like his mercies are new. I have never heard that. And did you know that every time somebody says there's nothing new underneath the sun as a creative, you have to, it's not rebellious because rebellion is really not in me, but you're like, that's not true. Like what I'm getting, I haven't seen. And yeah, but I love that. I mean, if you read Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes tangent, I'm just letting you know, rabbit trail. (laughs) Ecclesiastes is one of my favorite places to read because I love intellect and I love um I love philosophy I love like I love that I love words and 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 processing about life and that is Ecclesiastes to me it is life under the sun it is it is the the like Proverbs to me is life above the sun Ecclesiastes is life under the sun so yes he's saying everything is vapor everything is vapor everything is vapor but he's he's saying that from a place of like under the sun this is what it's like so the best you can do is you know ecclesiastes so so for me as a creative i just the it's the glory of kings of me yeah. to to discover um the things that god has concealed in the earth um and in his presence and so um that that's kind of where the poetry came from. I would wake up every morning. Um, I think it was in 2017. I would wake up every morning and I would write a poem and I would post it and I, I wouldn't filter it. I wouldn't try and break it down. It would just be like, I'm, it's written. I'm posting it. It's written. I'm posting it. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of typos. There were a lot of like, <laughs> You know, but one thing I never, I never regretted a post. I never regretted anything because as I kept doing it, sure, like, I, I've, n- I've never gotten, like, um, an ugly thing said about it. Like, I mean, lately I've heard some things, but it, it's not, it's fine. It's just, like, I've never gotten anything ugly because here's the thing that I believe about art and about creativity. We're using where uh when jesus told his parables and he just started like you like someone asked him a question he's like there was a man and you're like wait (laughs) what are you doing jesus he would he would he so i would be like at society i imagine i imagine society as the people asking the questions um, all the questions, the questions of life, the questions of um, tension, all the questions. Is God real? Is God good? Is God close? Is God now? Like all the questions. Yeah. All the way down. And society's asking all the questions. And then the people of God who are doing the greater works 
are on our very own versions of a mountain of olives and we're like where we're in the creatives are like uh well there was a man you know and we start our stories and where we start our parables and we literally like take the playing field if you see the question on a specific like playing field it's on a level of like questioning and and using um the world and and the concept of the world to understand Mm -hmm. but then we pull from an eternal um reality i call it like it's this is kind of my um evolving of gold heart but i call it like a spool like a thread that in every human there's a thread and um when jesus touches our hearts and we become one with him it's it's a golden thread because it's tethered to him mm-hmm. and when i begin to create i'm pulling this needle and thread and i'm sewing a tapestry that will ultimately declare yeah. the answer to those questions which is the man jesus and yeah. so um so I, I find that like we we like jesus as creatives are answering we're answering this this question of like of eternity he's put eternity in our hearts that's another thing for Goldheart. it's like it's eternity it's it's this timeline that is endless yeah and comes from above and so um and so like I'm just finding like all the way down to the creativity it's like I put it online and I'd be like listen, this isn't for your approval, but I pray it blesses you. Yeah. And I pray that as you read it, because you, because when you read poetry, you're using a different part of your mind. You're not using, um, you're not using, uh, like narrative mind. Like you're using a mind that has cadence. So in your, so like if I'm reading a Psalm, Psalms are poems, but they're also songs. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm reading the Psalms, I'm reading a cadence which makes it easy to uh, keep the refrain in my head. So the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lying in pastures. He leaves me aside. So it's a cadence. So then later on, when I need that cadence in my heart, it just shows up <clears throat> in the middle of the day. And a, a truth is sown in my heart as a seed because of a cadence. And so anyway. But one thing that you said that I'd like you to speak into is people respond to the consistency. Yeah. You and I, I think have talked a lot about this because you were on, um, you were, you were really there encouraging me through that clothing line that I was wanting to release. And, and I honestly, there was, there was a lack of courage that I felt moving forward. And I, I worked for an entire year trying to find a manufacturer to do stuff, couldn't find it for a year. And it was a lot of hard work, but it also felt like it would come back one day and that the Lord was going to do something else instead. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> now consistency is inescapable for me. Whereas in the past, you know, especially when you're doing something alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And you, you 100%. like, you don't necessarily have a team. Your friends are there to encourage you, but you're still having to do it alone because you don't have yeah. this giant empire yet. Yeah, but what yeah, you're yeah. Doing now is building. So how would you speak into that place for... This is for all of you stay-at-home moms who are praying for consistency and kindness towards your kids, towards yourself, um, mm-hmm. businessmen and women who are who are tilling the ground. Nobody ever talks about how hard it is to start a company. It's not the <laughs> most, it's hard. Um, yeah. But 
this is for anybody who just yeah. consistency. It's, it shows up in our life and it's important and pivotal. So dive yeah. in mama. Yes. So something I'm learning is about, it's kind of, it goes into the above the sun, but Jesus, the Lord, he has woven into um, his kingdom rhythms. And so with those rhythms, like if I can trust the rhythms of God, Mm -hmm. um, then it begins to make room for what I'm doing. So for me, the way I see my life and every aspect of my life is like a garden. Um, I have a dream one day of having a legit garden in the back of my house, you know, and in, in my, and so now what I have are, um, I have one, two, three, four, five. I have about six plants in my room. Um, and what I'm, and that's like me beginning my garden. I live in an apartment. So <clears throat> with three other people. So like, so in my mind, I'm like thinking to myself, okay, I want a garden one day and I love life. And so what it looks like is I'm, I'm going to start right now, you know, with my garden, but here's the rhythm. The rhythm is sowing and reaping and, <clears throat> and realizing that like, if I sow a seed, I will reap a harvest no matter what. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, and I'm learning the seasons. I'm learning <clears throat> the seasons. And so for consistency, there comes this moment where you realize like all the things of like, for example, um, the fear of man, um, uh, anything that's hindering all the resistance. I read this book called the war of art. Um, mm -hmm. it's an intense book. Um, but, um, and I think it has some language, but I say that to say when I read the book as a creative, the whole point of the book is that as a, when you're, you're, your work as a creative is an eternal work, whether you know Jesus or you don't, you're pulling from something eternal. You're pulling from, from spirit or you're pulling from that thing in you that God put in you, the, the imago day, like the image of God, you're pulling from that thing in you. So you're creating a work, which is why even dark work um, has, <clears throat> you can feel it. It's yeah. never like, it's never, it's not neutral. We're, like art is not neutral yeah. ever. Mm -hmm. you, it's, there's no way to read a work and not feel something. And so um, consistency is making a choice and realizing that as a creative, if I'm going to put my pen to paper, to sketch, to draw, if I'm going to sit at a piano, I'm joining the tribe of eternity yeah. to, to, and, and in my little square, and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to put, I'm going to put into the atmosphere, the image of God that's in me. And so practically what that looks like is deciding, is making the choice to go out as the farmer and plant the seed every day, yeah. every single day. It's like, okay, I'm planting a seed. Okay, I'm, I'm watering my seed. I'm going out and observing. I'm tending my garden. I'm trimming my trees. Like in my room, I'm, I'm like repotting. <clears throat> when I look at, when I observe my, um, when I observe, I have this huge birds of paradise um, plant in my room. 
and it's so beautiful but the on one half of it the the, the the leaves are wilting so in my mind I'm like okay I'm gonna figure out like why they're wilting and the reason they're wilting is because they're not getting enough water they have a ton of sun so they're not yellowing they're not overwatered they're they're wilting because they um they're underwatered so I need to go and I need to water it um and keep checking back on it and knowing that each thing requires something different and I'm I'm cultivating something in my life because and I keep talking about eternity as a creative because mm-hmm. the thing is, we're going to live forever. Like, that's our reality. We're going to live forever in a reality um, where Jesus reigns as king on the earth. And if that's the case, and it's and him reigning is a more glorified version of the life we're living in, and he's going to make all things new, then I need to stay the course because I'm building something real. Yeah. Um, and and it never stops. It doesn't stop. So, so you decide, I decide I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to do the same thing I did yesterday. And I'm going to keep doing it because it's not about like diligence is awesome. And I want to be a diligent person, but more than diligence, it's about being faithful. Yeah. It's about being faithful to, you know, I'd rather be faithful to the gift God gave me to be a good steward um because in the scriptures every single time that somebody faithfully stewarded their gift their reward was not like um now you can stop it never was that <laughs> in fact here's the thing in our culture uh, i'll say specifically in western culture mm-hmm. the reward for hard work a lot of times is to stop working is to quote unquote rest is to retire yeah in the kingdom of god the reward for faithfulness is more work more stewardship um and then rest actually is woven in to the rhythm so the ancient jews prepared six days to rest on the seventh and that day was a day of delighting in the lord and resting from the work yeah. So instead of, instead of, um, instead of being like, you know, getting to the weekend and be like, oh, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, they 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 wove into their life a habit of rest. So then for me, what that has looked like now, and I'm I'm figuring it out, I'm navigating with the Lord, but right now I'm on like a, you know, a, I'm it's a social media fast, but it's a sabbatical from from that work and what I'm what's happening in my heart is that soil is resting yeah um because it's been worked and and when it's time for the when it's time for the chief farmer the lord to sow again in my heart my soil is rested and I can now come in I mean in the bible there were times of jubilee where they would release the um people who had been in debt and so as a creative, it's important to know the rhythms because our work is so different. It is not a nine to five. Yeah. It is every day. It is, it is okay. I'm falling. I'm, I'm really sleepy, but I'm going to sleep for three hours, wake up to do more work and then fall asleep for two more hours, wake up to do more work and then sleep, you know, and, and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to go and hang out with someone. And it's just this, it's this rhythm 
but you're building a greenhouse, you're building a garden. Yeah. And in a garden, if you think of it, a garden will do one of two things. It will, if I have this huge garden, this plot of land, then, and I, um, I till the ground, I make sure I take care and cut the weeds, I prune, I do all the things. Then what will happen is I'll have this, I'm not saying like perfect, but um, um, a garden that is bearing good fruit yeah. like it, it, and bearing flowers and, and there's not, you know, little foxes, there's not weeds growing up and choking out the things that are growing in my garden. There's not bugs. Even with my plants in my house, I'm learning if I stop or if I don't take care of certain things, then I have these tiny little black bugs flying around my room because, because of what I've done or not done for my yeah. plants. Yeah. Um, or, or if I leave it, if I, if I don't, the opposite of taking care and stewarding is leaving it to itself and saying, oh, my garden will take care of itself. This creative gift in my heart will take care of itself. I'll, I'll, log in my hours I'll do it when I feel like it you know um number one I've I've allowed my feelings to be lord and I'm creating a pathway in my mind that my creativity my work mm -hmm. is, is directly correlated to my feelings yeah which what that means is when I feel sad um my feelings will be my lord when I feel happy my feelings will be my lord as opposed to my feelings being the servant. So yeah. if I feel sad as a, as a poet, there are poems that I have not shared and don't plan on sharing or will share and have shared um, that are in correlation to the condition in my heart. For a season, like I was writing poems about longing because as a single person, that's just where my heart's at. Yeah. And it's very deep. It's deep yeah. longing and it's, it can be painful, you know? Yeah. And so, um, and so it's just the, it's the sweetness of, you know, saying yes to, to the Lord, saying yeah. yes to the way that he wants to um, cultivate himself in me. Um, yeah. And our faith is like that. And, and, well, not lastly, but, and everything is connected. Like we cannot, I, if, if there's anything I can say and anything I'm learning in this season of my life is I cannot, and I just refuse to compartmentalize my life. Like I will not do it. My, my sexuality must be touched by God. My, my, the way I think about the president must be touched by God. The way I love, the way I dream for my future husband must be touched by God. The, the stories I read, the way I joke must be touched by God and it's no condemnation, yeah. but, and, but it is pain because things are dying and yeah. it's good. But totally. the, the thing of a creative and us as creators is that when I let everything be touched by God, then everything is touched by God. So <laughs> then like, so then I'm writing and I'm reading and I'm in, encountering and all the things. And there's this rhythm, like it's, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like the, very practically as an illustration, but it's like, okay, if I wake up in the morning and I've been diffusing lavender and thieves oil all night, um, I'm going to wake and I shower and I use lavender and thieves oil. And then I, my clothes, I wash them in lavender and thieves oil. Then when I leave 
I'm going to smell like, it's going to be like coming out of my pores, yeah. you know? That's beautiful, um, yeah. And that's what we need to do with our lives is like, Lord, wherever is not under your Lordship, yeah. I would rather, because we may think it's a lie, but someone may think like, oh, I'm, I'm not under any Lordship. Like, I, if I'm not under the Lordship of Christ, I'm under the Lordship of myself. Unfortunately, according to the scriptures, that's not the case. We're all a slave to something. Yeah. I would rather be a slave to someone who says I will not be a slave master than to someone who's like, I'm, I am your slave master, which is myself doesn't know how to lead myself. Um, and so anyway, that's beautiful. You can't not be led. You have to be led. It's really beautiful. I think even the heart of this podcast is that every part of our lives would be touched by God. Like the heart is that like I, one of the things I say a lot, and I've been saying this a lot to Lance, I'm like, this is insane. Like the fruit internally that I'm experiencing from seeking God and letting him touch every part of my life, my thoughts, my heart, everything, like everything. Like there is such a freedom I have never walked until now. And I'll be able to say the same thing in a month and I'll be able to say the same thing in a year. And I'll be able to say the same thing a day after that year. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And I, I want to encourage everybody listening. And I was going to ask if you had a word for people, but I feel like that is the word. Like everything you touch, be led by God, let it be touched yeah. by God. And yeah, which means you're being led by God. If, if it's being yeah. touched by God, you're going to know what to do with it. Yeah. So, um, I just want to declare over everybody uh, that's tuning in right now in the name of Jesus. Um, I just declare that anything we're not allowing God to touch, that yeah. the Holy Spirit would reveal it to us and yes. that we would oh so courageously and powerfully like sacrifice that thing to him, give it to yeah. him, hand it to him yeah. because he is so good and he is so kind if you were supposed to have it to begin with, I promise you it'll come back. <laughs> and it'll come back way better than you could possibly imagine. And so I just yeah. declare that over those tuning in. And Aniola, I just wanted to ask, how can people, um, how can people get in touch with you? Um, so you can, you can actually go to my Instagram. I'm going to spell it. Yeah. Um, it's my first name, Eniola, with N-N-A afterwards. So E-N-I-O-L-A-N-N-A. Um, and then that also is the first part of my email. So that at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, I just lied. I lied. Sorry. <laughs> that's my email. Just that's my email, whatever. Um, you can reach out to me on Goldheart. So it's uh-huh. g.oldheart. Um, and I, I, um, I've tagged Aniola in the post today on Instagram. Goldheart. <laughs> so if you want to go follow Goldheart, I encourage you to. Her poems are absolutely stunning and absolutely yeah. rich in content and beautiful and divine. And one of my favorite things that I feel like you said, well, you said a lot of things that I wrote down, but um, I love that you said we're joining the tribe of eternity. I feel like I'll yeah. probably call the podcast episode that. It's so you. It's so you. <laughs> You might need to do a Goldheart sweater series. I love that, the Tribe of Eternity. You know what I love is repeating to guests what they say, and they're like, "Wow!" And I'm like, "I know." I'm like, "I'm writing that down." (laughs) (laughs) Um, And one of my favorite things too is just to remind you guys that Aniola said is 
it's more than diligence. It's about being faithful. And if you just lean into his heart, um, just be faithful with what you have today. And when the fire and the passion are burning in your heart, you'll know it's time to sprint and just be faithful with the, with the joys and the gifts you have, even if they're so hidden for a season, but, um, okay. Well, I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. Another place you guys can go find Aniola, which is like one of my favorite things is on YouTube, worshiping with Upper Room Dallas. I play it all the time in our home while I'm doing art and creating with God. And Mm -hmm. Aniola, you have such a powerful gift. And earlier I was just thinking like, you really are a reformer. Like you really Mm -hmm. do see, you've seen areas that there isn't and you've created a solution, like you're a solutionist, which is a reformer, and you know how to put action to the solution. And I just see even more of a clarity as you've moved into a new decade of life even, which is so fun. Am I right? Yes. Um, But I just see even, um, I see, I do see, I have always seen you shifting the narrative of poverty, and I see you bringing all colors around a table to find solutions in the cities in the inner cities in the places that are most overlooked that people are genuinely, I think, unaware of and that some people are just turning their heads from because they don't know what to do. I feel like the Lord's going to give you an answer and give you language um, in the city of Dallas for sure. And then also I believe it's going to be something that can be duplicated in other cities. And so I bless you with that and your love and your heart to serve uh, the kingdom of heaven and to serve the ones that are truly deeply on his heart every day. And even what you're doing in the lives you're touching now are going to have such a huge impact on culture and you're going to know, you're going to see your DNA in it. So thank you. I love you. you. I love you too. Okay. Thanks guys. Um, if you find value in this content, go subscribe, leave a written review. We are doing a giveaway this week and there's more info as I had mentioned um, in the beginning of this podcast, but Eniola is going to mail a print to you that is for yes. you, a prophetic print, meaning it's one mm-hmm. she's done that she knows that she believes speaks to you or she'll create one for you. Regardless, mm-hmm. you'll find out in a week, one winner, everybody who enters your name will be entered and we will draw a name and it'll be shipped to you in a week's time and it will be amazing. It'll bless your heart for sure. So make sure you go follow the Instagram post for more details or the Facebook post for all of you, um, for the older generation out there, okay, who love to connect with me on Facebook. I love it. Anyways, (laughs) thank you guys so much, and you have an amazing day, and don't forget that you are holy, you are set apart, and you have value on this earth.